We are live from Rowdies with the Contractors Network. This is the Homeowner Show. My name is Kevin Hackett, and with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad. Hey, we're live. People are waving at us. Yeah, stuff we're happens. saying hi to everybody. <laughs> How you doing, Kev? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, doing really good, man. All right. Dude, I got I got called into a weird one. I, I, I'm looking at my phone and I'm talking. To the, I'm not used to the camera being on me while you're talking. <laughs> no, like, so we're I'm like, both. Hey, yeah, we're we're both on the same camera right now. And I can't cheat like I usually do. Nope. So uh, yeah, dude, we're we're out here at Rowdy's. Uh, we're having a good time. I'm I'm one bourbon in. Oh gosh. So we go. the night is young, um, <laughs> but thing, things will improve. That's <laughs> that's true. They have to. Yeah, dude. I got I got called into a weird one this week. Okay. Um, I got called to help on the restoration of a historic building. Um, I don't know if I can like mention who it is or where is it? It's here, like in in, in spring. The, in spring, yeah, here in spring. Okay. Um, it's it's a building. It's like it's close to a hundred years old. Thing was getting destroyed by carpenter bees. Oh, really? And it was it was a situation where like it had been going on for a long time. They let it get out of hand. And it was just a little, this little itty bitty house, but I mean, they, they called us in like, can you help us save this thing? And it's like, yeah, it's no big deal. So it took a long time. Wow. But I mean, that's fun. Well, it was really fun because like most people don't know that carpenter bees are really docile. Mm. Like they're not aggressive and they don't sting. Right. And But like there's these guys working on the house and like the bees, they're very curious. They're big. And they're big. Yeah. And they'll get up in your face. And like, so these guys are running like scared little girls. <laughs> All like these big construction guys. <laughs> That's awesome. And so we get to kind of like walk in and be like, hey, like walk right through the middle of them. <laughs> like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> he must like wield a sword. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that that one was pretty cool. We can talk about that one uh, some more. Yeah. But, um, but I did something crazy. I, I really get, we really got to talk about this one. Okay. So I haven't even told you this, but we are rebuilding the, that, that fence, that little small fenced in area in our back backyard uh right outside our back door yeah yeah yeah. But that thing was falling down like crazy okay. i mean like rotted it was awful um i reset 17 posts jeez and the other ones you must have done that since i've been there i was yeah. there not too long ago i know i well, yeah it, it, it happened last weekend okay um it's not finished the fence isn't finished but um yeah we need we got to talk about it because i didn't use concrete okay i used the expanding foam stuff oh the expanding foam stuff yes we have to talk yeah. about it yeah. All right. Uh, we may wind up doing a full review on it, but I'll. I'll okay. uh, I'm. I'm game. Yeah. It's. It's going to be interesting. So dude, that stuff is cool. I uh, dude, you have no idea how cool <laughs> it is. I'll is tell it, you what. Is it expensive? That's it, what everyone really wants to know. Is, it is. Is, it's, um, it's. It's. You buy it by like, the bag, right? You do. Um, we got two two posts out of each one because we weren't going too deep. If you went very deep, because um, you know it's, ours is only going to be about a three foot fence, right? So we only had to put a foot down in the ground on each one of these. So it wasn't like super, super deep. And so we were able to get two posts with one bag, which to oh, me okay. made it feel better. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So a bag of concrete's like, I don't know, like six and a half dollars for the quick set stuff. Okay. And it weighs 50 pounds. Jeez. All right. Yeah. So I don't want to do that. Um, this other thing I can like, my child can pick up. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it was 14. 14 pounds? So like, no, or $14. Oh, $14. So it's like double the price, but okay. half the work. Oh, not even close to half. Like <laughs> way less than half. I mean, one, I had I, I had 10 bags of it. Uh-huh. And it was way less weight than a bag of concrete <laughs> for all 10 bags. And uh, man, it was, it was nice. 
was real nice. Mm. I mean, because after you're hauling around you know, the wood and like digging holes and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you don't want to carry around fifty pound bags of concrete on top of that. No, no, no. So, all right, well, let's let's start the yeah. night off right. Who's who's sponsoring tonight's episode? Well, yeah, we uh, sponsored tonight uh, by Lone Star Appliance Repair. So we're really really thankful for them. Uh, if you want to give them a call. Uh, the best way to get them is by calling 936-647-2364. And uh, man, they've got they've got some really cool stuff that they do. Yeah. Uh, but but primarily, I mean, any appliance that you need repaired, Yes, that's going to be their specialty. And I, I know one of the things that's going on nowadays is these boards are going out on equipment. It's not so much mechanical anymore oh, yeah. as much as it is like electrical. It is. And and sometimes local companies like Lone Star, they have access to the parts better than some of the dealers do. Oh, quicker too. And, and you don't have to deal with the dealer. They'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, and one, we like supporting local businesses. Sure. Uh, two, Sarah's, Sarah's a good friend. She's a fantastic business owner, operator. Um, they just do an incredible job. Like, like yeah. I said, she's, she's come out and, and fixed appliances for us on a couple of occasions now. She saved our our dryer. I mean, she kept us from dying from a gas leak. Uh, she worked on our, our dishwasher. I mean, and every time it's the, the people that she sends out are great. They're not grimy or weird um, or, you know, drinking Bud Light. Um, <laughs> also <wow>. weird. <laughs> also weird. So, I mean, yeah. uh, but j- just a fantastic company. So give them a call. Reach out to them if you have any appliance. That's right. You know, because you, you may be looking down the barrel going like, oh my gosh, I can't afford a new refrigerator right now, but it's probably cheaper just to go ahead and get that one that you have fixed. Get it back oh, up sure. on its feet. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Refrigerators in like... It's crucial. freaking expensive, man. Yes. They're so expensive. So yeah, get it repaired. 936-647-2364 is how you will get them. So Yep, and we got, a, them, we got a guest a sitting at the table. Yes, we do. Ready to chime in. That's right. Let everybody know who you are, man. Yeah. Hi. Uh, my name is Marquise Mitchell. I go by the Roof Don. Do a content creation. Been a roofing contractor for over eleven years, mm-hmm. and uh, and now I'm in distribution. So I uh, I bring shingle supply to the roofing industry here in the Houston marketplace, and I do it in a little bit different of a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I bring I bring content uh, and bi- business incubation to the contractors. And and they don't have to pay for that. They just do business with us at RSI. Okay. And, and what? Well, well, and you you have a show. Yeah. What's what's the name of your show? Yeah. So uh, I have a podcast called uh, Roofing on the Rise. Okay. Um. And and we go over the innovations in the roofing industry and the people that bring that innovation to us. Okay. And, and so I, I, you actually had our bus de- buddy uh, Justin O'Neill on your show the other day. Yeah. So man. Do, are you one of his suppliers? Uh, yes, actually, he's one of our, uh, our our main accounts at Roof and Supply Incorporated. Um, we love Justin O'Neill, uh-huh. uh, and and honestly, I, I've I've had a lot of success um, taking that that podcast room to his house. We went to oh, the Bourbon Room, yeah, to the Bourbon Room, <laughs> and we set up. Man, I had like five or six people reach out to me just off of that podcast, and then off of the reels that I cut from that podcast. So. Um, I'm blessed that, that I'm able to have something like this. Um, definitely not, a, not as mobile as this. This is definitely <laughs> awesome um, to be able to bring to the, the industry. So uh, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, blessed with that. I'm also on the board of directors for the Houston Area Roofing Contractor Association. Okay. I'm on the marketing uh, board with them as well, the marketing committees. Um, they got 
two committees, membership and marketing, uh, and then the RCAT committees as well. So I've, okay. I've joined those two. Okay. You you may have actually, some of your shingles may actually be on my roof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's done, we have three buildings on our property and he did all three of them. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was like a 40-year shingle that he put on there. Oh, yeah. What kind? Uh, I don't know. They're green. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember what brand it was. I yeah. was just like, whatever you say, Justin, just put it up there. Yeah, Justin's uh, very brand loyal, so it's GAF. So more than okay. likely, you have a GAF. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the color is, to be quite honest. Yeah. I don't I do not do green Whatever roofs. it was, my wife wasn't happy with me. I'll be honest. With <laughs> green, like, I was a contractor for 11 years. So with green, I was always, like, here, sign a, a form so that you can... S- make sure that you're signing for this color. This color. <laughs> because yeah, well, that's just because... You surely you got a good deal on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That is Probably. hilarious. Probably. Uh, yeah, but like, you know, no, no deal is worth my wife's happiness. Let me just mention that now since she's probably watching. Right. Yeah. On the, on I know the, mine watches like every single one of my lives, uh-huh. the whole thing to make sure everything's good. <laughs> she She's watching, she's watching to make sure you don't tell stories on her. That's what. Well, here's the thing is that when I do, because. I mean, which means I need to goad one out of you now. <laughs> so she does face or excuse me. So she does TikTok videos while I'm not home. Oh, okay. So and that's cool because I do a lot of content whenever I'm not around her. Uh-huh. So it, it's it's kind of a trade off. But like, you know, when I'm networking, like right now, um, you know, if, if the kids are awake, then she's probably not doing videos. But like in the evening, if right. I'm still networking, which I probably will, she's going to be do, do, doing TikToks, bro. <laughs> like she's making them or yeah. she's watching them. Yeah, she's doing. She's making TikToks. She creates as well. Okay. Yeah, we're at it. We're we're a creator home, so we like to create more than we consume. So, are the ones that she's making are they about you? No, no. Well, you're not no. even not even brought into the process. No, she's not either. Okay. Well, oh, she's making them for other people. She's not in mine. Oh, okay. I got you. Right. So, yeah. like, I don't. I wouldn't want her to have me and her. Uh-huh. It's all about being original and and being authentic. Yeah. So what are what are hers about? There's a lot of voiceovers. So like, you know, some funny, you know, like women empowered. Uh, I mean, and I love women. Uh Like I was at the Houston uh, Business Women Association last night at Seal. Uh, Shout out to the Business Women Association at Houston. Uh, But like, bruh. I'm not trying to to get in the in between her and her content creation at all. Right. It's weird. It's different. It's like I don't know, like just weird girl stuff. Huh. Voiceovers. Interesting. I don't so know. It looks like we're having technical di- What's going on, man? Yeah, so one of our cameras just lost Wi-Fi connection, so I'm trying to get it back. Oh, that's we're good. fun. Yeah. yeah, everybody can hear us. They just can't see us. Yeah, they can't see. They can't see me, or they can't. They see- can't see anybody right now. Oh, really? I mean, I could put it on one of our cameras to see us, but sure. I'm moving around. Okay, you can put so it. I don't know. Let the people see what's going on, man. Yeah. It's fine. Here it is. Look, yeah. see, it's this camera right now. You want me to try and get this one up? We might need to because it's just not connecting. That's technical the problem. difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's yeah. always fun. It happens. The homeowner show. <laughs> it happens. You see that one? It's about the journey, not the destination. That's right. That's what I always say. I really preach this big. Um, I think the journey is extremely important. 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna get it up here in just a second. So you you're on what what was the name of the board that you're on again? Houston Area Roofing Contractor Association. Okay, so what does that do? So Houston Area Roofing Contractor Association provides education for the contractors in the area, Greater Houston area. They're connected with the Greater Houston Area Building uh, Building Association (GHBA). Okay, um, and also RCAT Roofing Contractor Association of Texas. So those are a few associations that help govern what we do in Texas. One of the big things that we're doing is licensing with contractors in Texas, okay. a voluntary licensing um, Because it's not program. required in Texas. It is not required. Yeah. But here's the thing is I sit in circles all the time and I, these are these are pretty, pretty high up circles, right? And these are contractors and business owners and, and, and they gripe, I'll watch my mouth here, uh, they gripe a lot about the issue of uh, chucking a truck coming up and stealing a job or undercutting them or uh -huh. whatever, but then they won't go get voluntary licensed. Right. Well, why are you griping? Right. Get off your butt and go and study the test mm -hmm. and go and get the licensing. Study the test and test out and pass. And if you can't pass, then study harder. Yeah. Like... This what? is what, that's the reason why there's a two chuck in a truck that's coming up behind you and taking your jobs and undercutting you. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't have any, anything to say that you're different or better. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that there's a test. Um, and I'm asking for a very specific reason. Yeah. Like what, what, what do you have to make on this test in order to pass? I have no clue on no that. Clue. You haven't I taken just, it? just, no, I just joined the government committee. Okay. Right. Actually haven't actually joined the government committee but I'm about to join the government committee. Okay. So I'm in like the marketing committee, um, about to be in the membership committee on the board. And they're just like cycling me into each committee. Like yeah, right. they just pop up, you know? Well, cause pretty excited about the, it. The same thing happens in our industry. It's just a little bit different because we are uh, licensed through the state. Yeah. Right. But it also depends on what department of the state that you're in yeah. as to how much governance and oversight that you actually have. Right. We had a big issue come up a couple years ago where, you know, most people don't realize this as an industry, you can lobby to move out of a department and they, there's nothing they can do to stop it. Right. As long as that other department's willing to take you. Yeah. And so our industry was talking about moving out of this other department and this, this guy who's in our business group, like kind of stood up and talked and said, look, I own an air conditioning company in that department right now you guys don't know what you're doing moving over there. Like you, you, you want to talk about how bad it is now? Just right. you wait. Yeah. Because like for like for for us, we have two inspectors for all of South Texas. All of South Texas. Yeah. Like just in Houston, there's over thirty thousand companies like mine. Yeah, that's not enough inspectors. No. Right. I mean, like you you can't even. I mean, like if you did five a day, and you worked three hundred sixty five days a year. You're not hitting half of them. No. And so it's it's just a ridiculous thing to even assume that we're going to like that, that, that kind of regulation is going to have any sort of effect. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that you guys have something going on. I mean, when we talk to other people who do shows like ours in other states, I'm thinking like Eric G up in Portland um, and, and just some of the other ones. When, when we talk to them and say like, hey, there's no regulation for roofing in, in Texas. They're like, what? Right. Because well, it's not the case in most other states. Right. So. Yeah. So Ohio uh, just put some legislator out there for the same thing because. For roofing? Yes. For roofing. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know. They not, were unregulated up until yeah, now? Well, they still are. They still 
have to you know go through the voting process. I don't know what that what happened with that. Been doing a lot of networking, so I don't know what day today is. Actually, I know it's the twenty fifth, but I thought it was going to be Friday the twenty fifth. <laughs> so half of my crew is not here because I'm a idiot. <laughs> you don't calendar very well. I do. I use Calendly though, so like it just yeah gives me all my appointments. I have it all integrated so that uh, it sends text message, automatic emails, and all that good stuff. So, uh, I mean, it took me a little bit, but Google Calendar is the big thing. No. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I are we, we back up now? Well, By the yes, way? we are. We're okay. back up, kind of. Welcome. We're good. Um, the thing is, like, calendars. He's like, we're good. <laughs> we, we, we live and die by them, man. Yeah, like, we do. I was talking to... Um, I was talking to someone today and I was like, you need to, you need to like put that on your calendar. Yeah. And he goes, it was on my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> and he just forgot about it. You know, it's so. hard, man. Whenever you, you know, uh, you know, but with having a podcast, it's a lot. And, um, I mean, I don't know how many broadcasts that you guys do a week or a month, but I do three to six a week and it's a lot. And yeah. then adding in, in between that, uh, social life and then, your job and everything else and it's a lot like and then editing video and then editing and then putting it somewhere and like it takes time a lot yeah it takes a lot and of so time. where where do we have time to do anything else no do you watch tv no yeah me neither i mean i try right but i tell but, my wife to put it on like the background so yeah. that i can like at least hear something <laughs> yeah like no like for me th- this and this is dude this is just so much fun so i've got an eight-year-old boy and he oh. loves baseball like when i say he loves baseball i mean he loves baseball and so we will watch so i'm a rangers fan okay. obviously i'm wearing a rangers hat yeah it's um, okay yeah i know we'll, well forgive well, you well it's fine i mean we're in first place so um okay, so well yeah, you no. know Whatever. It have been all season. But, but that's like okay. two games. Okay. Uh, we no. spanked that ass. Yeah, I don't Excuse think so. Me. I don't think so. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, but, okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm sorry. We'll see what happens. But he, he's literally in every pitch. Every really? single pitch at eight years old. And so. Dude, I got a nine-year-old. So We're going to have to get together. Yeah, <laughs> man. It is so much fun just sitting there watching baseball with him. And so that, like, whenever I do watch TV, it is. So you must have watched to do that. You must have watched the Rangers get spanked by the Astros whenever they were here. Yeah, that one time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was at that game. So just like, yeah. Okay. I got, I see. Yeah. We, was it because of RSI has season (laughs) tickets. So, you know, yeah. So like, you know, bring me a contractor or two and like, (laughs) we'll take you out, bro. Let's do this. All right. What do you have to wear an Astros cap? You don't. Oh, um, even better. See, that's I mean, no fun. We, I'll we, even, <laughs> I'll even, I'll, I'll, I'll even buy you dinner. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are you, giving I'll him free right content. On, yeah, that's on, right. Yeah, let's free, go. We're, we're doing free content right now. Yes. So, I don't know. Love it. <laughs> Maybe Love we it. can broadcast from Dude, the I Astros game. I guarantee you, people are watching right now. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, oh yeah. It sounds like an Astros game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of loud out there, but I don't know. No, it's all good, man. So, have you, have you met anybody good here tonight? Actually, I've met. Quite a few people that know Ivan Sanchez, which is running for city council here in Houston. Actually, in the corner over there with the 360 photo booth and then the dentist over here as well. Well, uh-huh. the, it, they're actually marketers for the dentist. And the marketing company actually seen me at a millennials event, a networking event last Friday with Ivan Sanchez and Mike Magic Johnson. Um, and the I think it's called 
the Black Expo. So it's a it's a it's a new expo in Houston with only black business owners oh. and they service to the black industry. And cool. so they brought them together both both uh both events and it was huge. Yeah. Um and they seen me there. So it was kind of huh. cool. And then like IGD Plumbing, I quoted their roof like 6 months ago. Um so you they get, didn't you buy get- but it's okay they still <laughs> like me, right? He didn't need it. But yeah. I was trying to sell it to him, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, but he's he, a very he quality one, guy. Did like, he do one of these numbers to you? No, he didn't. He okay, actually, <laughs> I was I was starting to fall asleep. I've been here since like three o'clock. So, oh, you know, I had my I had my 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 booth set up and and I was like kind of nodding off, looking at Facebook, scrolling or whatever. And and he walked up and I looked at him. I was like, no freaking way. <laughs> and then and then he, he came in for the handshake and I was like, man, nice to see you. You know. Uh, and, and so we reconnected and he, I remember he, like he remembers me. Yeah. So nice. it's cool. Yeah. Like, so uh, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few people here that I know. Um, I brought my public adjuster, Jamie uh, Wazowski with uh, West Group Public Adjusting. Um, I've used him for about five and a half years. He does a lot of free services for contractors, um, even if they don't use him. Like he wants to help educate the contractors so that they don't get in trouble. Yeah. Mm. That's a big issue right now. Unauthorized practice of public adjusting. Mm. Like if you do insurance and you cannot talk about price, you cannot talk about anything but scope. That is it. That is what is damage at the property. That's it. Yeah. If you talk about anything else in that, there is a SIU here in Houston with TDI, Texas Department of Insurance, and they are actively going after contractors that are breaking this law. What's, What's SIU? Special investigations unit. Ah, okay. Yeah, you don't want to be involved with them. No, no. no. And, like- and if you and if you are like, if you write good estimates, you're going to hear from SIU. Right. It sounds like something that Dick Wolf would produce. SIU. Quick. Yeah. You are quick. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I heard you mention GAF earlier, and I've seen some stuff on. Are, are they the guys doing the the solar shingles? Yes, actually, Justin O'Neill has put on a few of those. Oh, really? Uh, yes, and we took my podcast to his whiskey cigar room, uh-huh. and we talked about GAF solar, the ES shingle. Um, that was actually like four or five episodes ago. So if you're watching Roofing on the Rise, go back and check that out. Okay. Uh, GAF's ES Solar Shingles is an actual shingle. So it's like a TPO, a piece of TPO almost. It's, it's nice and pliable. Um, and it is non-rack mounted. So it's, it's, it's different. Uh-huh. So depending upon who you are or what you think about solar, um, I mean, I know a lot of things about solar, and solar gets hot, and so do roofs. Right. Sure. And so it's mounted directly onto the roof deck, um, and I just feel like without like extreme additional ventilation, that there is definitely going to be degradation of panels yeah. in the, in oh, the future yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's really about re- like efficiency. And, and don't take that the wrong way, right? Like, if you're you watching like JF, please in, do not sue me. It's not like what I'm going after. Do you like efficiency in cre- creating electricity or efficiency? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So if you think about that's what you ma- measure a solar panel with is 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 your degradation of efficiency, what that's going to be able to put out throughout the next 10, 15, 20 years. Right. So normally, you know, you're getting a longer period of time because it's got some 
some air that runs up sure. in between it. I don't know exactly how that they've done it. I don't know if they use the heat, but heat breaks things down. And so I've, I've got to only imagine that it's got to be an accelerated rate for the ES shingle. I don't know, though, and it's not measurable because ES is new. Yeah. So, like, there's no lab that is going to tell us right now what has happened with that. Yeah, cause, I mean, because it's such a new product. We, yes. There's a lot it, we just don't know yet. Yes. It's just not. It's like having a getting a Tesla solar roof. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really buying the Rolls Royce. Right. Yeah. You're not buying. You're buying the logo, the label. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not buying the solar. You're buying the slate look of this the solar right but and like we, we need people to do that though right because this yeah. is this is how we innovate this is how we test this is how we find things out if you need a gaf es solar shingle roof you can reach out to fair claims roofing justin <laughs> o'neill is an awesome guy and definitely partner with him on a lot of roofing yeah i mean projects. i think he did like the first one in houston didn't he yes absolutely yeah okay so i can't emphatically say yes and neither can he because We've heard rumblings that there was somebody else, but I'm almost 100% positive, yes. Well, until they take credit for it. Well, here's yeah, the he's thing. the first one to take credit for it. Well, GAF, <laughs> GAF gave him that that recognition. They came and shot footage of him in nice professional videos. So they gave him that accolade. So I doubt that they would give it to anyone else. But anyway, yeah. that's just me. Okay. Okay. Interesting stuff, man. Dude, yeah. thank you so much for sitting down. It's good to meet you. Absolutely. I mean, we, well, I think we've been like crossing paths online, just never got to meet in person. Yeah, I mean, really, I think that content, I don't think I know. I know content is a way in which to meet and to understand other people. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so now that I, like, I know I've seen your guys' stuff. I just haven't sat there and watched it. And it. we were talking about that earlier, content, like, or do you watch TV? No. Why? Because we don't have time to watch the yeah. TV, yep. right? Yep. But like, I'm definitely gonna have to jump on, sit down, and watch some episodes. Well, and and the great thing is like podcasts, you can listen to it too. Like going up, right. a lot of a lot of these guys, uh, you know, people are driving at least in Houston. You're driving up and down the road all day. A lot of windshield watch, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna watch something, but I can listen to something. Yeah. And uh, you know, who wants to really look at our ugly mugs? Oh wow. Well. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm telling you, we so, were. <laughs> Faces made for radio. That's right. <laughs> and somehow we went radio for the Nevada. went for the video, dude. So. I okay. Let me, let me ask. You guys both watch baseball. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't watch sports. Period. Okay. I had two people today tell me that I look like Alex Bregman. But, I have no idea who that is. Well, I mean, he's an Astro. Uh, yeah. Is that who it is? Okay. But, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't I, either. I tried looking but, him up, and I was like, I don't really see it. But nah, like I don't two, see it. Like either. two. Like today, two different people. Females. No. Oh, one yeah. male, one female. He's a lot taller than you two. Well, that doesn't <laughs> really say anything. We are in a bar. It's true. Um, it's true. I don't get to say you're short, perhaps you're not. But like, God. <laughs> but I could probably compared to him. I am. Yeah, you are. Yeah. How big is he? I don't. I don't know. He's probably at least six four. Six, okay. Five. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm I'm right there. I'm he's tick, big. tickling six feet. Dab- dabbling. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Alex Bregman though. I, it's fine. I, I, it's fine. I don't care. No, I, I looked him up. I think I'm more handsome. Of course. Um, so I think so too. The so. hair is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. So, all right, man. We got we got to bring we got it. We got a bunch of Dude, guests to get through. But thank absolutely. you so much. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely watch more of you guys' stuff. And sure. if you're watching Roofing on the Rise easy to, to find on any platform i'm everywhere so Great. even linkedin yeah and if, if you're a roofer how do you get a hold of you 
Oh, Roofing Supply Incorporated, 210-919-8987. I do have a out-of-area area code. Oh. I do have a local one. I just don't give it out. I don't. Okay. Why? Why would you? Why does it matter? I, it doesn't matter. Because I have, I have, I've been doing business for over 11 years on one cell phone. Yeah. Mm. And so I might as well do all business there. And then like my wife, she has my digital phone. So everything I take videos on, she calls that like if I, if my phone dies or something like that. So he has, that's a, why. He has a walled garden. He's protected. Right. Yeah. yeah. I got two phones. <laughs> hey. All right. What you love? All right. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. Good see you, right. What do you think, man? It's good, man. It's always I, I always enjoy talking to people that are around roofing because it's like a it's a huge industry around here. And like we, so... we just had that tornado come through. I know. And did you hear about the two guys that died? No. Yeah, there was did... there was two guys uh, that were working on a building, and that tornado came through on Lake Conroe. Yeah. And knocked the building down, killed the two guys, injured a bunch of other guys. Wow. And and so the, the, I saw some uh, saw some reporting on that, and it was. Like, and then I saw that there was a lot of hail. Uh, yeah, you can put the, if you want to, you can put those headphones on. That way you can hear us. Uh, yeah, and you know what I say about that. Rain, yes. Hell no. <laughs> That's right. That's what I say. Hey. Um, so, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy weather event that wasn't even supposed to happen. Right. Like, well, there was there was like a 5% chance of rain and all of a sudden tornado. I know. So a big tornado. Big tornado. It was big. Did you see the pictures of I it? I did. It was nuts. And I was like, you got to be kidding. That was right and they they were that picture that's been floating around yeah was um was taken from my old neighborhood yeah oh and yeah that's right it was at april sound yeah, that's right i'm not yeah. there anymore so all right so one of the fun things about doing the show live yeah. at rowdy's is people show up people show and up we don't know who they and are we don't know who they are so we're gonna have you introduce yourself <laughs> welcome this, this should speak to how good of an interviewer that you and I are. That's true. Because we've never met. That's right. No. We're, but we're about to out. have an amazing conversation. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Tell us about yourself. Can you guys hear me? Am I good? Yeah. Yes. Okay, but if you okay. can hear yourself, then everybody else can hear you. Okay. Can you hear okay. you? Yes. So yeah, you, want, you probably time. want to get a little bit closer to it. A little bit closer? Like there, you okay. there you go. Okay. It's yeah. my first time in a podcast. So oh, congratulations. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. So my name is Jennifer Lopez. I'm part of uh, the Chromies Law Firm. Okay. I'm the customer service manager there. I've been with the company for about two years now. Okay. And, um, yeah, so we're a construction real estate law firm. She has been in business for about 16 to 17 years now. She? Miss Carolyn Cromie. Okay. Yes. So she's the, uh, the owner, the managing partner. Right. Unfortunately, she's not here today. Sure. Uh, due to her speaking at a conference in Chicago. Oh, wow. Yes. Nice. So, yes. So she's I've never booked. said that before, Craig. You've never said? <laughs> I've never said. I'm not at that place due to my speaking Engagement. in a large city yeah. elsewhere. I've not said that before. <laughs> uh, have you? I have. Okay, well, back to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Well, well, great. I'm not going to lie to America. (laughs) I'm going to tell the truth. Yeah. I did once. Um, So, all right. So, uh, a law firm that really... Okay, so your your business caters... Hang on, because I think I know who she is. I think I know who she is. She's written a book, right? Yes. And she has a show, right? Yes, a podcast. Isn't... Okay, is this sh- okay? Hang on. Let's see how good my is the book. Stop getting screwed. Quit getting screwed. Quit getting screwed. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there you so, go. Yes. That's one of her books. Uh, quit getting screwed. Uh-huh. Which is great because it's a pun, right? For contractors to quit right. getting screwed. To quit getting screwed <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that's a good man. That was good. I'm sure she's happy. Her marketing team is happy that you explained. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> how that works. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm like, this is great. I've, we've, we've never talked to someone um, that, that does this specifically. So, and then her show is a different name, right? So she has a podcast. It's called um, Quit Getting Screwed. And oh, then, it's the same. Okay. Yes. And then she also has two books. So Quit Getting Screwed and then Quit Getting Stiffed. Ah. So okay. one teaches Make you. Make that one work, Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. Ready? That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Nothing. It sounds right. like nothing. All right. Yes. So we help contractors, you know, all across the United States, business owners as well. You know, yeah. they don't receive payment. We help file liens and demand letters. We help with their contracts as well. Yeah. You know, um, new build contracts, residential remodel contracts, master subcontract agreements. Right. So pretty much the one-stop shop for contractors. Okay. So help us understand, like, how bad is it that y'all's business exists that it thrives that that this is now necessary oh yeah we see you know the little guys getting screwed over and that's Uh why we're stepping in and we help you know the subcontractors get paid right you know we see a lot of things in their contracts that we help review and we're like wait rep these are a whole bunch of red flags let's make sure you're well protected yeah negotiate this part and whatnot because it's it's brutal out there and that's really interesting so so let me ask this question so you've so if, if I were a subcontractor, but I, I was going to, like my primary job was to go find GCs to, to do jobs with, could I come to you and and get a get a contract kind of built mm-hmm. so that I can hand it to them and say, here's my term, or here's my contract, here's my terms or whatever, proactively so that whenever, whenever, whatever happens at the end on the back end, if something doesn't work well, I already know that I'm that I'm secure. Right. So usually with subcontractors and GCs, the GCs aren't going to sign the subcontractors' uh-huh. contract. Yeah. They're going to give them the GCs are going to give them their contracts, okay. and it's like that's when we'll step in and review that contract and uh, like you know okay. like red flag, red flag, negotiate this, take this out. Okay. You know all of that. So let me. Here's my guess. Mm-hmm. At that point, the general contractor is just going to go to the next guy. <laughs> that's my guess. Like not all the time. Okay. You can negotiate it and that's when we can step in and say, okay, well let's negotiate this contract and make sure you guys it's aware it, it's well balanced between both parties. Okay. You know, like both parties are gonna be well protected. It's not just the G C or it's not just the subcontractor being protected. Hmm. You know, it's both parties. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Well and, and so I I wanna know how effective these liens are. Like what what's do you know like the percentage of them that actually end up getting paid out? Well, we have a 90% success rate wow. as far as collecting payment for our client. Okay. Unfortunately, there are some that we, we don't always guarantee it because we don't know. Yeah, sure. So then that's when we'll have to, you know, follow the lawsuit to foreclose on those properties mm. to get our client paid. Wow. So it's a whole process. So, it, I mean, is that is that something that's actually possible? Like if you don't, if you don't pay the contractor, is it is it depending on the size of the contract, the size of the... The, the amount that you can then foreclose on a property? How, how does that work? So it, it just depends on the state. So, you know, here in Texas, it's a lot harder to foreclose on a homestead property. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, so Texas protects- Very much so. Your homestead property, and it's gonna be a lot harder to try to get paid on a residential home than a commercial property. Okay. Because a lot of the times what we see is contractors are being hired by the tenants of a commercial property, and uh-huh. we can lean the inside. Okay. If that makes sense. And yeah. not necessarily the, the building, but what's inside of the building and sell it 
so that our client can get paid. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier with commercial. It is okay. possible with residential, but just as long as it's not a homestead and it belongs to like an investment home or, mm -hmm. you know, oh, if it's like an investment. Okay. If it's like an investment property, it's much easier for yes. you guys. Okay. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, an LLC can't have a homestead. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes. not legally. Not legally. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there trying to do it. Trying, oh. Yes, I'm and sure. I'm sure yeah. they get away with it. So do you do you guys do business just in Texas or you guys do business elsewhere as well? All across the United States. Really? Yeah, we have clients in New York, even in Hawaii. We've had even people reach out to us from Canada wanting to wanting oh, for wow. us to draft their contracts uh -huh. because it's so hard finding a contract. Oh, I'm sorry, a construction attorney uh -huh. to be well known to have a, a well well written contract if uh -huh. that makes sense so what we let them know is you you're gonna have to hire somebody in canada make sure that attorney yeah. has all the the legal stuff that canada requires but yeah. yeah so we're we're getting calls from all over the united states so from based off your experience i don't want you to like speak uh factually mm -hmm. because I, I doubt that there's a way for this to be factual but based off your experience what would be the worst state to be a homeowner <laughs> I would say Texas. Really? Well, oh, I'm sorry. So for a contractor, it's it's for, a, for no for like for like the individual homeowner. Like, what's the worst? Like, where are you most vulnerable as a homeowner for a contractor to come after you? Well, I I'm not sure what the other state is, but there's another state that also protects homesteads. But other than that, no other state protects oh, your really? homestead. Yeah, it's just Texas, and I don't want to say that. Not too sure on the other state, but I know for sure there is another one. Do you know what the other state is that protects homesteads? I would have to double check on it's that. A double check. Yes. I'm, I'm I, in, you talk to Kevin. I'm going to Google search here for yeah. a second. Yeah. I know there's another state and I've, I forgot, but. No, it's fine. Yeah. Other than that, your homestead is not protected in like Florida, you know, Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you so, can follow liens. It's a lot easier to follow liens on homes outside of Texas. So is that, I mean, so, so you've got contractors out there that obviously they're, they're doing all kinds of work mm -hmm. for these, for these people not getting paid. Do do you find that a lot of contractors just don't file the lien because it's just not worth it? Like the likelihood, they feel like the likelihood of getting a lien uh, paid mm -hmm. is just who knows? Like either either it's not gonna it's not gonna go through, or I mean that that homeowner might own that home for fifteen more years mm -hmm. and they don't ever get paid on it. Do you find that that, that happens a lot? I mean, it's hard to know because y'all are actually getting the people in your door that are asking for that service. Yes. But what, what, what do you think the, the number of contractors out there that just feel like, I can't get this paid, so I'm just not going to try? So I, I will say that we do get a lot of calls, you know, saying that they want to file a lien. And then we'll let them know. A lot of the times, it's too late for them to file a lien when they reach out. So it's okay. not necessarily that they don't want to file liens. It's just that every state has certain deadlines that you have to follow um, to be able to file your lien. So we'll have people calling saying, I have a job that I'm being owed for from 2021. Mm. And that's when it's like- Too late. Too late. So yes. what's your, what, what is the timeline in so Texas? In Texas, if it's for a residential property, you have um, 60 days to send your notice of intent and then follow your lien 90 days. Okay. And then for commercial properties, it's you have 90 days from the month that you're owed and then it'll be 120 days when you officially file your lien. Okay, well that and that makes sense because mm -hmm. a lot of 
a lot of commercial stuff owned by people that don't live in, in the area and yeah. they get more time. But so, okay, so r- r- real quick, I, I've got some, I got some answers here okay. that I think are interesting. So <laughs> according to this, uh, there are two states that have zero homestead exemptions. Really? Yeah. New Jersey, New Jersey? and Pens- Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and Northeast. so that might be the best, two of the best states to like <laughs> be a swindling contractor. No I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Just go around filing liens. Who knows? No doubt. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, if you're a contractor in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, know that you've got apparently have a lot of leverage to, to go after individuals on their, yeah. on their homesteads. And there's also certain states that you have to be registered with the board of. Um, right. Oh yeah, you know, so it, it just varies. And so then on there's the there are so one, two, three, four, five, six states that have the broadest homestead protections, which is Texas, Florida, Iowa, South Dakota, Kansas, and Oklahoma. All in the south. Uh, I mean, you could, well, not South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota. Um, I thought, I thought you said I, well, South it kind of depends on how you My think bad. about Iowa and Kansas too. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're like Midwest. Yeah, the Midwest. Um, yeah, so I I think that. That's very interesting. Would would there be a situation where um, a contractor might come to the law firm to just get some coaching? Oh, is that is that an option? Yeah. So we also have, um, you know, we we offer a free thirty minute consultation. So oh, okay. anytime they don't know how to move forward with a certain situation and they're like, I want to learn from this, we try to teach them as much as we can in the consultation but we also refer them back to our free educational website oh, okay which is the subcontractorinstitute.com okay. or just like hey go buy our book go buy, <laughs> go buy the book go learn a lot <laughs> well, i mean that's look i i think i i'm really intrigued with this because i think that there are a lot of guys out there that they wind up getting into owning their own business and contracting is a great opportunity especially yeah. where we live i mean there's there's a lot of building a lot happening, of a lot of work, mm-hmm. and um, it's, I mean, even even a lot of people from Mexico that are here that are just absolutely doing an amazing job, um, and they're able to they're able to make more money mm-hmm. than they could anywhere else. And so, um, there's a lot it's of opportunity. High demand. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so that, that, I think that's actually a really interesting question because there are so many migrant workers, mm-hmm. particularly here in Texas. I mean, like, does does Texas have any protections for those people so you can still follow a lien you uh-huh. know regardless of your uh, your status okay so that's why we have a spanish um sister company called defensor de los Contra- defensor de los contratistas and it's basically for all of our spanish-speaking contractors uh-huh. that need help with contracts filing means it's everything that we offer with the Chromeans law firm it's just we do it, everything in spanish, in spanish. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. I, and I, I just i think that there's so many contractors that they they want to just go out and, and and run their own business because they've worked for somebody else and just yes. either they're not a good employee or they just feel like they got screwed all over and over. And so, but they don't know what they don't know. Right. They so, don't know their rights. Exactly. Right, yeah. And so it sounds to me like the, the quit getting screwed book would be a great place for any contractor to really start yes. and, and learn some, some stuff. I mean, yes. You know, if you're trying to build your business, that's a good place to for some super foundational stuff, right? Yes, and, and especially like on, on our website, the Subcontractor Institute, um, we also offer free forms, free educational um, videos that Miss Carolyn has uploaded herself and kind of teaches them about bids, what to look out for and um, bigger commercial contracts and all of that. And also all of the lien laws for all 50 states are on there as well. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. 
Fantastic. That's, well, and so if, if there's contractors, I mean, across the country, I mean, this, this people people listen to this show from all over the country. Oh, yeah. If they need to get a hold of you guys, like, how do they how do they do that? Oh, yeah. Just give us a call. You can always, you know, either Google the Chromeans Law Firm or go to our website, thechromeanslawfirm.com. Uh-huh. And then um, there's a section where you can fill out a free thir- uh, for a free 30-minute consultation, and then I'll reach out to schedule that for them. Okay. So how long is your boss going to be in Chicago? She'll be back... By Tuesday. By Tuesday? Yes. Call her and tell her she needs to see if she can go have dinner at the Girl and the Goat. At the Girl and the Goat. Girl and the Goat. Okay. Yeah. Stephanie Izzard is the chef. Okay. It will blow her freaking mind. So so <laughs> Craig's actually flown to Chicago to eat there. Oh, like, okay, okay. For oh, that yeah. reason. So it's a restaurant out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. For that yeah, yeah, reason. Yeah. Gone to Chicago to eat at the Girl and the Goat. No. Yeah. So you just went strictly for that. That wasn't the only reason. There was a couple other chefs we wanted to go see while but we were there. But it was to eat. But it was to eat. It was to eat. It was, it was worth it. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay you, you guys, have, I've told you this story. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to hear, like... Oh, yeah. So sure, sure. we had planned the trip for... We had started planning the trip six months out. We started making our reservations three months out. Oh, my God. At three months, I called them, and I said, Hey, I'm going to be here these three dates. I'd like to have dinner. We're totally booked. So sorry. Oh. Seriously, I'm three months out, and they're like, "No, we're totally booked." That's like, insane. I was like, "What do I do?" And like, that, I'm flying up there to have dinner at this place. Like, what? What should I do? And she yeah. said, "Look, we open the doors at four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Stop in at four. We'll see what's going on. We'll see if we can get you in. I'll be there." Mm-hmm. So that, like, the very first day, it was like, "Okay, let's go there." So, good, good preface for this story is I went to A and M. And I typically wear my ring pretty much everywhere I go. Gigum. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I still love him. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, so we get there at four, and we go to the front desk, and the lady's like, do you have a reservation? No. <laughs> we don't. We that's were told, why I'm here at four. That's why I'm here at four. <laughs> uh, and she goes, she goes, well, would you like to wait and see if we can get you in? I was like, yes, that's exactly why we're here right now. And, like, there was nobody sitting in the restaurant. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh-uh. <laughs> and, and so they're like, well, just have, have a seat in the waiting area, and if you'd like to have a drink, we'll, we'll send somebody by. Great. No problem. Girl comes by, gets a drink order. Another girl walks by and, you know, gives, gives a little greeting. How you doing? Good. How are you? She, she, as she's walking past us, she stops, comes back, and she goes, is that an Aggie ring? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. How do you know that? And she goes, I used to date the nicest guy from A&M. Before I moved up here, I just, he was so sweet. I mean, we're not together anymore, but I, I just, he was such a nice guy. And, and so we just got to talking and she's like, well, what are you guys doing here? It's like, well, we're, we're here to see some chefs. We've got a conference going on. Um, we're just here to have a good time in Chicago. And she goes, oh, you guys, so you guys got reservations? No, we didn't have reservations. They told us to come here at four o'clock, see if we can get a table. And she goes, oh, she, well, give me a minute. She goes around to the back. Mm-hmm. She comes back and she goes, come with me takes us to the chef's table in the kitchen where we spend the next three and a half hours what? having the most amazing dinner and like all night like we had stuff that we wanted to try right. like that we wanted to order but like all night long the sous chefs are walking over and like hey you really need to try this hey you really need to try this hey you really need to try this <laughs> so like two things i had when i was there that just blew my mind one was duck tongue crispy duck tongue how was that incredible really? incredible the other thing was blue cheese ice cream. 
How was that? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> really? It had like a blackberry compote on top. And like, it was one of those things where like my wife didn't want it, even though she loves blue cheese. And oh. I was like, I was like, I don't know. It just sounds so funky yeah. that like, I almost, I have to try it. And the sous chef looks at me, he's like, no, you gotta have it. And I was like, okay, like, let's bring it on. <laughs> Amazing. Did Amazing. You, did you say that it sounded funky? Sounded funky. The blue cheese. The blue, yeah, thank you. Ice cream. I appreciate you picking I, up on that. I did. <laughs> yes, I did. So, wow. So anyway, if she, yes. if you talk to her, like, look, Stephanie Izzard, girl in the goat. Girl in the goat. I'm gonna text her right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Yes, thank and you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for sitting down. Yes. All well, right. Have you. a good night, and you, you know, meet some good people because yes, there are lots of so them much. here. Thank you. All right. Bye. Cool. All right, man. Yeah. Good. Hey, do, do you do you want to jump on real quick? Come come on for five minutes because I, I want everybody to get to meet you. Did you did you meet this guy? No. Come on, man. We, we've only got like like five minutes, but I wanted people to get to to hear what. All right, so tell tell everybody. Yeah, get the mic there. Pull right. it down. Yeah, you're there. Good. You go. There you go. Okay, so right off the bat, tell everybody your name. My name is Ollie. Ollie. Yes, sir. Okay, and how old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. So, and what do you do? Um. So. I go like, I'm like kind of like a photographer, uh -huh. videographer kind of. Yeah. Guy. With with Viva Houston, right? Viva Houston. Yeah. And you told me how long you've been doing this? Three years. Look at this dude, man. He's all branded out. He's yeah. He's been he's 13. He's been doing it for three years. I know. Amazing, dude. Yeah. Like, so I met you. I met you before the show started, right? And you were telling me about all. And I was blown away about all the stuff that you do. It's incredible. Did you start it on your own? Yeah. So when I was nine, I actually started a podcast on my own called. Talk edition sports and it was just me on my phone just recording about pod, like the new latest sports and so I would publish it to Spotify and uh, after like the next year we rebranded called it Viva Houston uh -huh. got my uncle because he used to be with um, ESPN Deportes okay and uh, Univision Sports I think I'm not sure okay and uh so we got him. He's like our host now. He's like the face of Viva Houston. Yeah. And then we go out to um, local events, talking to people, interviewing people, trying to get to know people. Yeah. So. Um, How'd you find out about this one? Uh, my dad is actually with um, Victory Smiles. Um, he has a business called Dean Media. Okay. Which is a media agency. Are they the ones with the uh, the camera thing over there? Yeah. Oh, nice. We need we need to get over there. Yes, we do. Okay. All right. Would you would you take a picture with us over there? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Let's do it. So so what so you're you're doing events and what and what do you do when you go to these events? So when we go like to events like uh, we went to the Sugarland um, Cowboys uh, two three weeks ago. Uh huh. And we went to um, interview some people at the game, see how they're. Um, experience was and uh we went to go buy the i forgot what it's called like where the players are yeah yeah we went down the there. dugout yeah the dugout yeah so we go down there uh record some videos and like right there at the instant i edit the video chop it up and uh -huh. put it out to facebook like like right there like 10 15 seconds i'm done so yeah. um that day i think i had like five six pieces of content i put out like in the 30, 40 minutes that we were at the game. Uh-huh. So, uh, it was it was really fun. So, we just go there, take videos, take pictures. Yeah. And, um, it's, yeah, that's amazing. All right. How, how many followers you got right now? Um, on Facebook, we have 22,000. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, 
Instagram, we have a thousand. We're still growing that one. Uh huh. And I think we have a fifty, sixty on YouTube. Not that much. Wow. And you said you're thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one years old. Thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. I thought that's what he said, dude. You you are killing it on that's Facebook. That's awesome, man. man. That's Thank awesome. Dude, yeah, he's I, got more followers than we do. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, dude, yeah. that that's freaking awesome. So I'm super glad you're here, man. You're do, you're doing that. You're doing it right. Like just just, just keep making content, man. That's right. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Awesome. So is your is your dad encouraging? He likes you doing this stuff. Yeah, he's actually he's actually the one that helped me uh, rebrand. He's kind of like he helps us. Uh, so when we first started, I saw my uncle. He tried. He tried doing his like own kind of show. Yeah. But we we're like, nah, that's not how you do it. Uh huh. We'll, we'll, we'll um, lead you in the right direction. Yeah. So he came with us, and then um, we put some money into it. We're still um, investing into it. Uh huh. And um, this June, hopefully, um, we're gonna go to the NBA finals. Nice. Wow. So. Um, so who's who's the coolest person you've interviewed so far? Or who was your favorite interview? Not the coolest. We don't want to like you know. Who's your favorite? There was one, uh, the pitcher from the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Okay. Do you, I, me- do you I, remember his name? I don't remember his name. Uh. But I do have the video. I think it's somewhere on Facebook. Uh, okay. What did What did you like about it? It was just just to meet him. Like, yeah. like four or five years ago, I wouldn't have that experience. I would just have the same experience as all the fans just being there. Yeah. And now I, I now I get to be there with the media credentials and go talk to the players like. And then we were also at a concert on um, a uh, Colombian singer. I didn't really have a good time because that's not my music. So okay, I'm more into hip hop. But uh, okay, so who who do you like that does good hip hop? You need to educate us because we don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I like J Cole. Okay, Cole or Drake. Or Drake. Okay, okay. I, I know those names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do, do you? Yeah, I don't. Okay, I need to. I need to get with it. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're pretty popular in the uh, okay in that realm. <laughs> so I don't know any of their songs. I just know <laughs> I know the names. Okay, so we we got it. We got to get some other people. But if people want to follow you, let's let's get you some followers. Um, where where do where do people find you? On Facebook, it's um, Viva Houston Podcast. Okay. And on Instagram, it's Viva Houston Media. Viva Houston Media. Okay. What about what about? Are you on YouTube? Yes, I think it's just Viva Houston. Viva Houston. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, so if you if you guys get the chance, go over to YouTube, follow them there because right. you know it's it's nice to make money making videos on YouTube, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, follow them on Instagram, but like and obviously you can jump on the party at face, Facebook with the other 22k. Yeah, it's awesome. grief, man. You're doing awesome. So right, dude, dude. thank you, thank you for jumping in on us, and t- tell your dad to come over and he gets a chance too. Thank you. All right, sir. That's fantastic. I know. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs>